So do you think that the church will ever actually get back to normal anytime soon? Like, can it? Should it? Well, I sure hope not. At least not completely. We all might miss gathering in certain ways that we've grown accustomed to. Sure. And I imagine that some of that will certainly return. That'll be encouraging. But I really believe that God has given his family, that's us, the church, an opportunity to hit the reset button right now on who we are and how we get to live and be and minister the good news of the kingdom of God in everyday life. And I'm praying that the light has been shined upon our past dependence on you know a Sunday dependency Sunday focus a program focus attendance metrics etc so I'm not praying that the church goes back to what had been considered normal by way too many Christians and church leaders Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship is a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Heath, how you doing, man? How's it going? Are you, you guys have all the kids at home? They're home. You're healthy still? So far. You know what's fun is... Uh, so somebody, we've had so many friends because now schools are canceled. Um, we've had so many friends go. Can you have Kathleen like teach us how to do this daily? Because we're kind of losing our minds, and we'll pay her. So I'm like, Are you? Are your kids going crazy yet? Yeah, they're a little stir. They're always in the front yard. Like you guys run around the block or it's go been, play with each other. Thank God for nice weather here for yeah, us. Huh? I exactly. mean, that's got to that extends the house. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you sit in the rain. It's it's very different than being oh. outside playing. Seven so if you're out there and you go like, well, we're crazy and, um, you know, I, saw, and, and, and our kids are crazy, then we feel you. Okay. I mean, yeah. Tina and I don't have little ones at home anymore. Heath has got a house full. I saw something someone posted. It was like a Mimi thing. Okay. It said something like, um, so the new homeschooling's going great. Dot, dot, dot. Um, two kids are in detention. Um, the teacher is quit, has quit and so <laughs> and yeah. got fired for drinking or something. Like, I don't know. It was some crazy. Like, you know. Oh, that's fun, man. I saw a guy today that was, that was tweeting. His name's Drew, and he's a friend of mine down in, in Oregon. And he was talking. He started this new line of uh, like tweets where he's talking about his coworkers because he's working from home now. And so his whole thing is like, you know, my coworker woke me up at 4 a.m. sitting on my head, like talking about his kids. Oh, now working from home. Oh, right. So did you did you hear? We'll get to the topic, I swear. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? I think it was also down in Oregon. What's going on down there? That they had to put out public service announcements and like run commercials. Please do not call 911 because you've run out of toilet paper. No way. Yeah. like It makes sense. It wasn't because it happened once. It was happening so often that people were... were they had, you know, calling in so often, they're like, that's not an emergency. And then you could tell the person, like, it was like unabashed. They were not even careful or politically correct. They were like, you could, there's, you can go online and Google which leaves you can get in the back air and use. You have <laughs> magazines you can use. You know that empty roll of toilet paper hanging there? Use that. Don't call us. Yeah, don't. Like, it was so funny. Man, those, those are the people that you just really have a lot of patience for right now. It's like oh. 911 operators, people working in right. hospitals, Bless doctors. them. Yeah, that's one of the things, you know, we, we talked about a couple episodes back of all these different ways up in and out to bless people and to be engaged and still present. And I'll tell you, someone that's on my heart and we're still kind of trying to come up with ways to serve the people who are serving so many right now. Oh, stock in the stores. We talked to somebody the other night who said the stores have to close down to have time to restock. Like, yeah. 
Those people are working on our local grocery store said they are hiring so many people right now because they can't keep it stocked. Keep it and, and then there's also extra cleaning that yeah. they're they're sanitizing the house. Oh, every night, everything. yeah. Thank you. You know, so all right, here we Crazy. go. Crazy. All right. right. Hey, if you haven't yet written us a review, before we jump in, iTunes, I know a lot of people lately have, we've seen even the listeners to the show kind of go up, and I'm thinking people have some time to podcast. So if you're new to the show or you haven't heard us request before, go to iTunes and or whatever app you might listen to us on. Take a minute, write a review. That's super helpful for us. We'll read it on the show. Please. And if you're like, hey, I want to subscribe. I just don't know what platform is best for me. Go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe. And uh, there's opportunities there to subscribe on whatever service is best for you. A lot more people listening on Spotify these days. Yeah. You're in there for great. tunes all day. Now you can queue up your podcast and all that. By Thank the way, too, if you have a uh, one of those Siri devices in there, what, Alexa, rather, yeah. or a Google, um, you can just say, you know, Duh, 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 whatever you know yeah. i don't want to say it now my google device is right behind <laughs> me and you can say play life school podcast and it'll play it right it'll or you can it add it to your morning routines all that kind of stuff yeah. right so please be sharing the show out if you're hearing love in this and life and encouragement would you please share that to others that's mm. the biggest way this will bless the most amount of people is if you'll take the time to just pay it forward right and it's just encouraging to us when we see this coming and go man it's a lot of work to make these things happen so yeah so thank you amen okay caesar you and i have been talking a lot about how weird the times are that we are yeah. living in and how hard this is hitting everyone. Like, not just from a workflow standpoint, but financially and what we're believing and the lies we're believing mm-hmm. and all that. But also, it's hard not to notice how much good stuff we've actually seen through this and experience it's become amazing. Like, people in general, but encouragingly too, the church actually being the church in new and powerful ways. There is. There's so, there's so much innovation going on right now, and I love that. You know, amongst the church, right? Yeah. And even just in the culture in general, right? Because remember, everyone's an image bearer. So when you see something good, Scripture teaches this, all good things come from God. Yeah. If it's good, if it's true, all truth comes from God, it, it, right? And so when you're seeing people going out of their ways and doing really cool, creative, never heard of that kind of stuff, mm. that's part of the image of God showing up in them. But I'm also seeing, and, and like like you said, encouragingly, I'm seeing the church start to innovate and really... Um, do some things in different ways, largely because they have to. But I think people are starting to get creative, and it's awakening something in us. And I'm I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, me too, ma'am. At least today, you know, we're seeing it, right? So, do you think that the church will ever actually get back to normal anytime soon? Like, can it? It should it? Well, I sure hope not. At least not completely. We all might misgathering in certain ways that we've grown accustomed to. Sure. And I imagine that some of that will certainly return. That'll be encouraging. But I really believe that God has given his family, oh, that's us, the church, an opportunity to hit the reset button right now on who we are and how we get to live and be and minister the good news of the kingdom of God in everyday life. And I'm praying that the light ha- has been shined upon our past dependence on you know a Sunday dependency, Sunday focus, a program focus, attendance metrics, etc. So I'm not praying that the church goes back to what had been considered normal by way too many Christians and church leaders. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I th- I think about a lot of pastor friends that I have that I mean, this is a time where there's going to be a lot of trying to figure out what to do next. I, I saw a guy today. I even texted you like, you know, the church on mission is actually creating more v- you know more videos. Share to- your lighting rig. And, yeah, and like, your extra red camera, your extra ten grand. Yeah, this is the church on mission, and you're like, no, the church on mission is actually outside the walls of the flesh church. on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, how would you suggest that we don't 
actually just slip back into the very things that we've always done or known or measured. And in a few months, maybe even longer, I imagine, things pretty much actually just go back to the consumeristic, apathetic engagement that's marked the church for so long in America, probably even decades. And not what just you, America, right? Yeah, maybe around the world, the Western church, yeah. yeah. What, what do you think needs to happen? Well, I think first we need to be careful to... Um, not to just automatically bring on lots of programs back, bring them online sure. throughout the week. So if this starts to pass and like they lift the gathering restrictions and all, be careful not to just bring a bunch of programs online. Okay. Okay. The biggest problem we've always heard about trying to help people really live on Jesus mission of making disciples in everyday life is that we're just too busy. You know, who has time for all this community and interaction stuff, right? So don't miss this opportunity to not fill up your people's schedule again with religious programs and do to be. In other words, what they do equals, oh, that's a good Christian, you know, activities, sure. right? So that folks feel like they're doing something again. Don't don't risk, don't, don't blow that, all right? Let the natural desires for human interaction and meals together and fun together and prayer together in person and hugs and laughter and hope. Let that all be funneled into life on life and life in community and life on mission, hmm. okay? Don't artificially fill that void again with programs, okay? Yep. We ha- all today have this unprecedented opportunity, unprecedented, I meant to say, <laughs> opportunity to start having open table meals with our neighbors, uh, in smaller groups, with dinner parties, barbecues, brunch, fun. And as, as we're coming out of it, people are going to be like anxious. Like people are going to be like, you're doing what? Yep, we're there. You know, like we're just, they're going to miss people. So like start doing them now in creative ways. And then as the, as things start to open back up, it'll be so much, you'll train your people. It'll be so much easier. If church leaders will lead well now during this weirdness, and seize this opportunity to train and equip their folks, give them new vision for being the church, help them grow in their gospel fluency like we talked about last week's episode. Now, if you'll do that now yeah. and help people to be way more intentional with daily touches in small and big ways, this is going to reap huge benefits that will all start to move and pass on when people are hungry for human interaction again, right? Mm. And then and the walls come down legally and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, now is the right. time. Set new patterns and, and be careful. <laughs> Don't just long for the day where you get to put the show on again and go back to people sitting in silence in rows and apathy and we're trying hard to talk them into living like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Well, and it'll be interesting too, like you said, to see as depending on how long, because we don't know how long this is going to last. And the more that time goes on to just kind of jumpstart people right back into it three months later when you haven't seen each other. Like it's going to be awkward. Yeah. I don't want to be a doomsday person, but I fear that a very high percentage of church will, as soon as they can legally, better back to yep. game back on. Yep. Just, you <laughs> know, like life is normal. Life is usual. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, but you all bemoan that there's no discipleship happening, that people don't really live like a family, that people don't uh, take the priority and the intention to live out loud and live largely and live life on life and have their faith touched down in everyday life. We're always bemoaning that. Yeah. God's given us this opportunity. Exactly. So don't just hit boom, you know, like the button and go right back to what you were doing. Like, oh, and don't let this time just be a time where it's a time to hunker down and wait and wait and wait and wait. No, yeah. this is not a time to stick your head in the sand. This is a time to 
train and equip and grow and yeah, all yeah, that stuff. Mobilizing the church, right? Yeah. So two episodes back on the WWJD during this pandemic episode, you said something like, after all of the mandated isolation and fear is starting to go away and people are dying for closer connections and time back with people, who will they be thinking about? The people that socially distance themselves from them, the folks that they've not heard from much for several weeks or longer, mm. or will they be drawn to those who loved them and treated them like actual family, like they cared about them during this scary time? And I really love that, man. I thought that was really helpful. And it, I think it's true, right? People are craving connection right now already, and and we're learning that with love and intentionality, there's so much connection that still can happen, I think even in greater ways. And when, think about it, when you're sick or needy or afraid or fearful, those little touches are bigger. Like oh, someone absolutely. calls you like right at the perfect time and you're like, man, I was having the worst day of my life. And you just called, told me you loved me and you were thinking about me. It made all the difference, right? Yeah. And people are feeling that way now. They're craving that connection and they're going to, it's going to continue to happen even in greater ways when this is all past us because, wow, now we can be together again, right? And, and I, I think we're just watch the media, watch the culture. People are going to be itching for life on life, (laughs) you know, in ways. And they're, and they're also Think about it. Scary hard times have a way of bringing a, a different perspective to life. Yeah. Like they what's, do. what's really important. Yep. Like, you know, so much of what we counted on, trusted in, put our hope in was stripped away. And you know what really mattered? Family, hmm. friends, community, people close to us, our faith. Yep. Right. Massively important to and us. And I think of like when 9-11 happened and there was this huge growth in church attendance. Yep. Right. Remember that? Oh, like right imme- afterwards. Right. Like yeah. Immediately. Yep. Well, now people are, they're, free, they're freaking out and they're scared, but we can't just get them into church buildings. Yeah. So that same desire, but times I think a lot because it didn't just happen in New York. It, it's happened in the Everywhere, whole the world. world. Yep. I think everybody is even more flipped out and they're going to be moving towards faith. Will they find the gospel? Will they find the church hmm. or will they find just your Sunday video feed? You know, like, like, cause <laughs> exactly. they already could have been doing that. If that would solve it, they could already, there's plenty of that. Right. Sure. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm wondering, uh, if you might have some few like practical steps for folks and especially like church or community group leaders, uh, to take advantage of today so that things don't return to normal anytime soon. What, do you, <laughs> yeah. what would you say to that? Well, like I said, that first thing is don't just f- like look to return to filling up everybody's schedule with programming. Okay. So that, okay. Okay. Right now I'd say regularly, at least weekly, uh, be getting your key people, you know, influencers, your leaders together online, either using zoom or Skype or some other tool, right? Getting them together for equipping in discipleship in gospel fluency. Hmm. Like do that today. Start doing that. Say, hey, you know, we've had a hard time getting you know people to show up on Saturdays because of all the soccer games and, sure. you know, Little League and all that. Like, hey, we really want to double down and equip you right now. And so um, you name the time. It could be an evening. could be during a lunch hour. It could be still on a Saturday, whatever. Um, we're going to be really doubling down on discipleship and training and gospel fluency and, you know, sharing some of that stuff from, like you said, a couple episodes back. Yeah. We gave 30-something ideas for people. Episode 261, yeah. Really be super leaning into your people right now and st- establish new patterns of equipping and connection and encouragement between mm. you and your most influential people and leaders. I love it. Right? Yeah. So we, we, you know, most churches don't equip enough and don't do enough leadership development and encouragement. Boy, oh boy, now you've got all this gap of time and availability. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Second thing I'd say is um, bring low control, but higher accountability to these people 
okay? The people that you're going to be learning to equip and leading and all that and your leaders, right? Yep. Low control, but higher accountability uh, to the people who lead with intention and hope, right? You don't want people just switching off and burying their heads in the sand, like I said earlier, yeah. right? Don't fear following up with your people and asking them, well, who'd you interact with this week? Uh, you know, how did you interact as a community? With who, when, how? You know, basically, how have they been living in light of the truth of the gospel and our true identity and God's eternal mission to fill the world with his glory? Yeah. How's that been going? So when you meet and you do train and give them ideas and you pray and you go, oh, we believe that's true. God says that. That's true of us. This is how we get to live. How'd that go? Hmm. You know, bring low control. Don't dictate, okay, everybody's got to do this this week. But bring higher accountability. And I think this will be a time when your tendency is just to be nice yep. and encouraging, but not lead and bring accountability. That's poor leadership. And yeah. it's kind of self-love and fear of man stuff going on, right? You don't, you don't need to do that. You hmm. get to say, hey, let's all pray that God will grant us repentance, truth, belief, hope in this. The things we're learning, we're going to go out and do and practice and pass them on in our community yep. and follow up. How'd that go? And if, if they didn't, then go for the thing behind the thing. Apply the four questions <laughs> that yeah. we talked about in last episode, right? Apply the four questions in the gospel to unbelief that's going on because that's, that's the only thing that would keep us from seizing this moment right now. So bring yeah. low control but higher accountability during these times. That's a great word, man. It's a really good word. Okay. All right, three. Next thing I'd say is don't let Netflix get all of your extra time and capacity right now, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, do book studies, together as couples, do them as online discussions as a community group, right? In your missional community, in your small groups, watch training videos together and discuss the implications and actions that you're going to take at the end. There's so much stuff. I mean, I, I put out more stuff than you could ever probably watch, you know? <laughs> right? Just go to YouTube, put in my name, go to, you know, life school podcast stuff, our books, courses that I offer, all this stuff, right? Yeah. But don't let Netflix win out. Like, just like, I'm just going to, I saw somebody posted a celebrity the other day said, okay, you know, them and their spouse, we've watched, they said, we've watched everything on Netflix. We've read the entire internet. <laughs> you know, what's next, you know? And yeah. it's like, you know, we're a few weeks in, right? So don't let that happen. You know, um, yeah. maybe listen to episodes of this podcast together. They're only about 30 minutes long and then discuss it and pray. What's next for us, Lord. Hmm. Okay. And then just do the next thing that the Lord tells you to do. Yeah, we talk a lot about that, like the what's next. Don't, yeah, not not a 50-year game plan, but just like what is a simple thing we can do tonight? And I already see it, man. I already see it, the pull in my own life with Tina and I, yeah. and I also see it in my family and extended community and, and people I'm coaching. You can see it, man. Netflix is going to win. Yep. You know, yeah. they're going to go through the roof and, and Disney Plus and all that kind of stuff. But lead with intention in your family, in your community, start doing more study. This is the time you've got the capacity to really move the needle in your own heart and life and equip yourselves. Okay. Yeah. Great. And the last thing I'd say is, um, now's the perfect time as a leader to engage in coaching. You know, we hmm. talk about it and you know that I offer that and we have this, uh, everyday disciple incubator going on, but you have time right now in your schedule, because you're not having to put on the service, probably for most of you, right? Sure. You've, you know, it's all shut down. There's not a lot of planning meetings and all that. I know there's different stuff, right? Yeah. But you probably have more capacity and opportunity for self-equipping than ever before. Hmm. And you don't, you know, um, and, and I don't want you to have to try to set up new rhythms and new ways of equipping people and teaching and new discipleship frameworks for yourself. So I want to challenge you, invest your time now for a harvest 
that's going to be a little bit now and a whole lot down the road. Yeah. Okay. Get equipped, get some coaching. I'd love to be your coach, but maybe you've got someone else. I, I don't, most of all, I just want you to t- be taking this opportunity and not say, well, when this blows over and things get back to normal, sure. <laughs> then maybe I can consider coaching. No wrong time. You're going to get back to crazy business. I hope not, yep. but chances are right. God has given us all this great gift of time and simplicity within our schedules steward that great gift right now well yeah right now's the time yeah it really is you know and i wonder for people that are listening that are that aren't really familiar that i mean i think most common listeners would know that you and tina do coaching but for those who don't you actually have a new batch of uh you know like a new cohort starting up of coaches right? yeah uh, we're 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 coaching people we coach as couples because we feel like you know that's the 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 starting point it's like how are you and your family living this sure and even if you're like senior pastor or you're in charge of small groups or you're planting a church or whatever you'll never go any further than you and your family go right yeah and so we coach as couples and we help you build discipleship rhythms as a family which by the way you can do all of it right now even with all the rules and laws and everything clamping down okay yeah. and you stalled. could spend the next months getting yourself into new rhythms that then as the rings move outward into community and into other leaders and out through your church and neighborhoods and all that they're gonna it's just gonna pay off like crazy and so we coach as couples and it's there's all kinds of online componentry and i i give you coursework and we have live uh, video times we have daily access through voxer um it's kind of like getting us on staff yeah you know on your team but for like at a you know a penny on the thousand dollars, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's for nothing, you know, it's a, and so check it out. Um, you go to one, two, three, life com one, two, three, life com forward slash coaching. It's a bunch of information there. You can also fill a little like here, here's some stuff about us and request a phone call and we'll, I'll hop on a phone call with you and we'll talk about it. Right. But really please steward this time. Well, now is the time, not after quote unquote, things return to normal. Yeah. <laughs> now the is too. the time you're going to have a better capacity and it's a time to plant seeds and water new rhythms in your family life, in your community, in your church. And I really like the, uh, the 60 second response rate, 24 hours a day that you offer in your, your coaching, right? A live response, 24 hours a day from you. It's, <laughs> it's pretty close, brother. Yeah, I know you guys are active. I hear even when I'm over here, the Voxer things just, oh, like, it's going off nonstop. I love it. It's been, it's such an encouragement and people just experiencing breakthroughs and learning the gospel and applying it to their kids and to their leaders and they're seeing their neighbors respond and crazy ways. And I love it. Well, and even people now, God be the glory, like people now that have been, either coached with you or coaching with you that now are able to go like the very things you and Heath have been talking about on the life show on life school for years. We're actually having to live this out now. And we're so grateful that we've been coached because we get to do this now. So they're actually seeing it come to fruition. Absolutely. And I want that for more and more people. Yeah. That's what we've given our lives to. And uh, we would love the privilege of doing that with you. And you know, some people are just not sure. That's why I said, well, let's hop on a phone call. And then even if we got started, yeah, we get people like, Hey, listen, the first month, like see how it goes mm-hmm. if you don't dig it you know then we'll just call it good it out, and we yeah. love you and you, you don't have to continue on but yeah we've never had anybody take us up on that like <laughs> they get started and it's like whoa yeah, you know learning our identity learning gospel fluency learning how to live this out in everyday rhythms with with a process to pass it on to others that's yep. the difference yeah a lot of people intuitively kind of doing pretty good sure but how are you doing it passing it on to others to new younger believers to even mature believers so you can reproduce life in community and life on mission it's got to be intentional that's different yeah 
All right, let's wrap up. Let's get let's to the, the big, big three. Yep. All right, and as always, these are the three big takeaways from today's topic that, if nothing else, you don't want to miss. And so you can get this as a free download, as a printable PDF, by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar, what are the big three takeaways for this week? Okay, here's three things. Uh, boom, zoom, short, concise, don't miss these. Okay. First, the church, that's God's family, you and I, was never meant to be experienced once a week sitting together in rows and listening to a few people talk or sing about God. Okay. Mm. It is time to be the church. We get to. Don't pray that the church will return to our old normal. Pray that we'll believe what God says is true of us and engage others right now and ongoing with the love we've received from Jesus and, and, and in ways like never before. Yeah. Really, Please let that be our prayers. I know that we long for tradition and all that. I'm not calling any tradition bad, but there's so much we can be honest about that we've gotten into some weird patterns. Let's not pray to go back to that. Let's go forward in new, beautiful ways and include gorgeous traditions, but see God glorified like never before. Amen. All right, man. Number two. Second thing, uh, the opportunity for the good news of the gospel to be heard, seen, and experienced by Christians and not yet believers right now is big. Yep. Okay, we were created in the image of a good and present and loving and powerful and creative God and sent now with a high calling to make disciples of Jesus, who is the glory of God, Amen. showing everyone what he's truly like. Let's create a legacy and a reputation during these months of crisis that will transform all the days ahead. Hmm. I'm down. Okay, good, yeah. man. I know you are, brother. And third, I'd say steward this time of greater capacity and less busyness. Spend extra time equipping your people in the only mission Jesus gave us, and that's making disciples who make more disciples of Jesus. Exercise low control, right, but high accountability to help your folks get into new understanding, new rhythms and practices. Mm -hmm. Start to paint pictures for them of how this is paving the road ahead to a new way of being in the future as this crisis passes. Yep. And again, Take this extra time of greater capacity and steward it on behalf of yourself and your family and your church by getting equipped. This is the time to get some new frameworks, get some new rhythms in your life, get coached, get some help and encouragement. And we'd love to do that for you. Okay. Yeah. And if you're, again, if you're interested in that coaching, it's 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. Join us next Monday because uh, we're going to be here talking about everything that's going on in real time with you guys. And yeah. so we'll also be in the Life School Facebook group quite a bit, going back and forth, answering questions, throwing out suggestions, kind of bantering. Please jump into the group on Facebook with yeah. us if, if you've not. There's a whole bunch of like-minded practitioners there, but we need your voice there too. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Uh, and then there you can ask questions and also give us ideas for new shows that you want us to talk about. And if you want to figure out how to get there, 123lifeschool.com forward slash Facebook. I have to think there's so much going to be going on every week. And if you yeah. guys let us know, like, hey, this is a challenge. This is new. We're yep. trying to do that. This ain't happening. We're, we're doing this thinking that was good. This has been our response. Like, yeah. we'll talk about it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, we're here. We're, we're for you. Yeah. We want to help you out. Uh, you can do that again by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash Facebook to get there into that group. Thanks for being with us today. If you want more information on the show, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.